Welcome back to Attack the Talk. Joining me as always are my two co-hosts and good friends. Hi, I'm Lexi. Hi, I'm Zach. And before we talk about season one, episode four, I do want to say something. I want to say the AOT community is such an amazing community. The fans and their appreciation and love for Attack on Titan and all things AOT related. The support that Attack the Talk has been receiving on Instagram has been such a blessing and I want to thank you all and know that we are so thankful and appreciate all the likes, all the follows, the shares. It means so much to us. We want to continue to grow and share our love for Attack on Titan. So please continue to support Attack the Talk. It goes a long way. Big, big growth. Love yeah, to see thank it. thank you all very much. Y'all caught me off guard. <laughs> I love seeing those notifications pop up on my phone. Keep blowing up my phone. It's so dry normally. Oh, it's not fire. I mean, I Are right, you guys ready? Because we have a Let's, lot of detail to yeah. talk about this, this Big episode. episode. Big episode. All right, so now we're going to talk about um, season one, episode four, the night of the closing ceremony, humanity's comeback, part two. As always, be warned because we will talk about spoilers. So the year, the year is 850. Mm-hmm. It's two years after joining the cadets. We see that it's pouring rain, and the cadets, they're going through an endurance training in the forest. So uh, Commandant Keith, he calls Armin waterlogged as Armin is trailing the rest of the cadets. Keith is berating Armin, telling him, drop his gear. Titans, they'll be able to digest you faster. Right? Typical Keith and his behavior. Titan but boy. He's, he's no longer calling him Mop Top now. True. He's calling him by his last yeah. name now. So. Got some sort of respect, I guess. Yeah. So Armin is trailing the group. And it's pretty significant. He's definitely the, uh, the weakest link, right? Mm-hmm. But Rhina, he notices. He comes back hesitantly to help Armin. And he ends up grabbing his gear. And the gear, it's just like a backpack, right? Of, like, supplies or whatever probably it is they weighted. need. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Probably is weighted. Because this is, this is training. endurance training. So he goes and he grabs his backpack and he tells Armin, you know we're being graded on this, right? So Armin <laughs> is thankful. In typical backhanded fashion. And Armin, being Armin, he <clears throat> decides to go and look out for Rhina. And he asks him, won't they demerit you for helping? And Rhina says, only if they find out. Just make the cut and we're even. That means, like, Rhina doesn't mind, like, he doesn't mind, like, jeopardizing his rank for, like, others. I'm sure it depends on who it the depends, others yeah, are. That's one think. thing, because he's, but. like, he's, like, only if they find out. And Sadas is literally, like, right yeah. there. Yeah, like, he's, he's watching the whole Sadis. thing. Like, it's only if they find out. What do you mean, out? if they find <laughs> out? You've been found out the second you grab the bag. Yeah. Literally staring at you. So, Keith, to your point, sees all of this, right? He sees Rhina helping Armin. So now we get to the, to the part where Keith kind of goes and he starts describing different characters, right? Starting with Rhina. Keith describes Rhina as having the mind and constitution of a grass-fed ox that's respected by his comrades. Grass-fed. Some quality beef Some right quality. there. Some quality, yeah. So Arm is exhausted, but he decides, you know what? I'm no one's burden. And he takes back his like backpack of supplies or whatever mm. it's in there, if it's weighted or not. He takes it back from Rhina. Right, and then he just starts hustling to try to get to the front of the group. Did it pretty angrily. Yeah. Quite honest. yeah. He was like, he was like no one's touch my stuff. <laughs> and then he's just pure determination. So, Boy, now, really lit a fire under him. So Keith, again, notices, and he describes Armin as built like a daffodil, <laughs> but academically 
brilliant. <laughs> Built like a daffodil. Such a backhand just <laughs> But he's smart, so you know. Yeah, look at the little pretty boy. He's a little flower boy. He's got that going for him. So now we go to a different uh, training, and this training is like Titan killing training, right? On wooden decoys, right? They act as Titans. So the first two characters that we see are Annie and Bertold. And we see them perfectly slicing the nape of this decoy. And these wooden decoys, again, are shaped like Titans, right? They're resembling Titans of different sizes, and they're all connected to a spinning platform that simulate uh, movement. You got that little squishy nape. Yeah. Do we yeah. know what that's made of? I, I don't. I don't um, know. It's like a cushion. <laughs> they just grab some skin from something. They're like. Yeah. It looks like it's like padding. I don't know. Um, yeah. Like some kind know. of padding, like bag or whatever. It's it's pink. It's looking kind of meaty to me. <laughs> it looks like they can just chop that up, throw it on a barbecue, and be like. Mm, I was gonna say maybe they're just like sandbags. Can you imagine like slicing through how, the, like the mess? And like cleaning Let's all of that see up. If there was or just let all the farmers in the farm. Alright guys, clean it up. I know. <laughs> my theory Come sweep it up. My theory is it's dead cattle. That's what I'm gonna say. They take dead cattle and make them It's like gotta stink beef, so bad. Like ground beef and then they just like ram wrap it and just <laughs> duct tape Saran it on there. It. <laughs> dead or not, I mean, yeah, it's gotta be bad whatever it is it's some kind um, of cushioning but what if it's like, or like fresh what if they change like it out rubber. what if they change it out right before each drill and then like if you kill it you get to eat it well then sasha is gonna get like first oh, place every well, time a hundred percent but well, that's just it's time, incentive at yeah. this time cattle was like so valuable though like yeah. meat in general that's true they do mention that later on yeah, so we'll we don't know exactly what what it is but we know that's located on an ape and I believe it's also located around like the Achilles, right? And these are the weak points of uh, Titans. To get them to drop to their knees and oh, yeah. beg for death. <laughs> no mercy here. They're just gonna death. stare at you all funny. So after um, <laughs> after Annie and Bertold, we see Jean. Jean also cuts the nape, but compared to Annie and Bertold's slice, Jean's slice wasn't deep enough. So then Keith he describes Annie Leonhardt as gifted with the sword but does not exactly play well with others. I'm sure we'll, you know, that's not a foreshadow at no, all. No, not at all. We'll learn more about <laughs> that in this episode. The foreshadow is her face. She's <laughs> always yeah. grumpy. She's always that scowl. She's just like, you. So the next character that Keith describes is Berthold Hoover. He describes, or he describes him as heaps of native talent, but too mild-mannered. Little shy boy. That's not okay. This is where I'll say this because I was watching the sub at this point. Okay. Did you describe what them I different? Got, yeah, they're all differently. Okay. They're all okay. completely different. Do you want to okay. tell us real quick what if you have it yeah, available? Love. Yeah. So for for Reiner, I have that he's similar to the oxing, strong as an ox, and that he's trusted by his comrades. Okay. Mm -hmm. Armin said it. He was weak physically, but smart <laughs> as can be. Like he's academically inclined. Yeah. Annie is super talented physically. But she's far too independent. Okay. So same with like the whole not yeah. getting along. Yeah. And then I have I have all the rest. Do you want me to go through the rest or I'm going to do like Oh, Bertolt. And then I'll okay. describe Jean and then you can tell me we'll what. So yeah. Bertolt was, he has potential, but just no initiative. He just doesn't care to try. Okay. No initiative. Yeah, I think it. Uh, I feel like in the sub it could come off as like a. Oh, he's, he's lazy, he just goes through the motions. But in the dub, it comes off as, like, he's an introvert. <laughs> yeah, and in the, in, the, in the sub, it's more like... 
well mannered, I guess. More, how do I put this without sounding without giving rude. too much away? Well, it's not it's like because the sub, the, they have more. Um, it's just it's written down more intellectually than in the, the dub, dub, where the dub is like because where they say it with like yeah. more like not slang, but you know. The like the dub is just like, yeah, he's an idiot, yeah. and then the sub is like. Oh, well, he's mentally challenged. Yeah, I get what you're he's saying. It's definitely described more formally. That's the like, formally. And with Dobb, yeah, it's formally. just like, oh, he's a daffodil, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's built weaker in stature. He's built like a daffodil. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like while sub is more to the point, formal, like you said, mm -hmm. the dub is just... um metaphors it's a lot of metaphors metaphor yeah. and for like certain similes yeah it can yeah. be like understood in the same way I but english class <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next one that keith Simile. describes is john kirstein as head of the class on odm here also an insufferable smart ass right mm -hmm. with a hair triggered Damn. temper so i'm interested to know what they describe <laughs> well, him in uh <laughs> This was my favorite line of audio in the first 10 minutes because they were like, he has flawless ODM ability. Okay. I love me some ODM gear. Well, we mm -hmm. don't. And then it also said he was brash causing team friction. So a lot okay. more well-mannered. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more well-mannered. That's good. So um, again, Jean Slice, compared to Annie and Berthold, wasn't deep enough, so Jean calls Berthold and Annie show-offs, right? Mm -hmm. Says, they better find the Titans before he does, right? Military police, save a place for Jean. Uh, we, we all know how he feels about the military yeah. police. Like, so. even two years later, he still has his heart set on doing the That's military That's his goal, police. he's striving for that, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to be the king's bitch. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> um, so it turns out, Jean... I swear on here. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of swearing smart. in this. Uh, so, well, that's quoting. It's okay, dude. We're explicit. We're explicit. Okay. It's okay. We've said it as explicit. It's <gasps> Thank fine. Thank you, God. <laughs> like how you're asking this when lately we've had three other episodes that you've cussed. I really. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit. I mean. <laughs> damn it. All right. Well, so now John again monologuing. Uh, he goes and uh, he's really determined to go and take out this next titan before anybody else but it turns out he's just leading the charge at least that's what connie says mm -hmm. right connie says thanks for leading the charge <laughs> so connie goes and steals john's titan kill right and i then, love connie's like yelling in this i think i just love you just like, love actor yeah clifford chapin i love clifford chapin so much but his yelling is just it's that it's, man can yell at funny. me any day it's <laughs> yeah he has a great. talent of yelling yeah 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 and to know that he voices, he also voices Bakugo in the dub. Oh gosh, don't even that, get Lexi started. my gosh. I have so much respect Lexi for his Sims vocal cords. for Bakugo. For Clifford Chapin. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, after Connie steals John's Titan kill, right, in this training, uh, we see Sasha. She just appears to be having the time of her life. You know, she's just happy. And uh, so now we see Keith describing Sasha. Sasha Bros as having unusually fine instincts rarely shares them with her teammates now zach do you want to tell us what how she's described in sub unconventional with good instincts but lack of communication leaves the poor teamwork with these talents oh gosh yeah. okay she needs to share her instincts. i'm just gonna do this now bye i also wanted to add that when connie stole john's kill connie's slice is better than john's true 
That's the thing. John may have the ODM skills, but he's got to work on the killing part. Yeah, he's got to work on, like, you know... That's what I was going to say. How can you be done? great yeah. with ODM, but you're just like, I'm close enough to kill it. I'm just not gonna. I'm yeah. just gonna tickle it. Well, he doesn't have to worry about that because he's gonna be all, you know, nice and fine over yeah. in the gonna be interior. Under the king, nice and cushy. Under the king's foot, you yeah. know. So, Keith describes Connie now, and Connie Springer as agile on the switchbacks, which me and Lexi were talking about. The switchbacks, we believe it's the blades that you switch, right? That you go ahead and you yeah, switch, get is, your right? blades, take the old ones off. It's like a reload. Time. Yeah. Okay. So he's agile with that, and he's few sandwiches shy of a picnic <laughs> so please enlighten us that they call connie stupid enlighten <laughs> us on what sub describes connie as how does the sub call connie stupid i'm sure they that. do it much I, I, better I, I love that few sandwiches shy of a picnic yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard i've heard like oh, not the brightest crayon in the box yeah, not, not the sharpest tool oh in the shed yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I forget that you can miss out with the dub. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what they say about Kanye is that he has amazing physical agility, but poor mental agility. Okay. <laughs> mental so agility? In the process. Very formal. All yeah. you hear is like that Windows disruption sound like the... Yeah, yeah. The like... Yeah. That's... Oh, I wish we could do like... Windows repeating. And sound inputs. Yeah. You just put that sound in, in there. Post. Just the loading circle. Just shy of a picnic. I love that line. <laughs> so then we cut to see Mikasa and Aaron. Right, Mikasa just perfectly, with perfect technique, slices the Titan decoy with just again, just perfect technique. Like mm -hmm. just model student. Just kiss. Right. That's and it's like good. so quick too. It's in like the blink of an eye. Boom. Cut. That's sliced. finally cut ground yeah. beef right there. So that's quick. So yeah, that's the thing. So quick. Right. Aaron's uh, technique. Not as perfect, you know, not so much. You know, we see his eyes widen with, like, you know, just excitement. I've never yeah. seen someone so excited to commit murder. He slices, murder. but he slices much like Jean, you know. It wasn't deep enough. Mm -hmm. so. Well, he tickled that thing. He didn't even put a cut in it. It was just, like, a little tickle. Yeah. yeah, so he notices, and he critiques himself, right? He's pissed off at himself. Um, but he notices it. Yeah. Yeah. But he also, because the line that he says, in dub at least, is he says, damn it, it's still not deep enough. And the fact that he's using the word still shows that, like, this is, like, reoccurring. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, he's been having issues with slicing in the past. Get the job oh, done, dude. You want to kill Titans. Come on, man. Isn't this, like, your whole life? <laughs> cool. At that point, just stand on the back of the neck and just... What you just do, start bro. working on just your slicing. Dude. Stand on the. They can't bite the, the back of their just own stand neck. He'll be fine. A best case scenario, That's he stands true. there like a little decoy and does a little dance, and then we'll another Titan bites <laughs> off. Let's say, watch, she's gonna do that, and yeah, and exactly. Chain reaction, baby. We're doing like trick shots. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look what style I can do. Special points. kill, yeah, yeah, style point. It's his ultimate. Well, Keith now describes Mikasa, and he describes Mikasa Ackerman as a model cadet, excels in everything. In fact. It's no overstatement to call the girl a genius. So what I have, okay, I, I did not write down exactly what they put, but I kind of remember. They basically <laughs> said that he got, she has no weaknesses and she that doesn't. she is the best in history. She is the best. But all I wrote was goaded. Goaded. <laughs> Sums it up perfectly. She's just goaded. They should have just said that in the dub. Mikasa Ackerman. Goaded. <laughs> and they just left it there. So now we see Keith describing Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager is lackluster in the classroom, marginally better in the field, but driven 
by a sense of purpose that is almost terrifying. Yeah, yeah, you can see it in like yeah, his eyes. I'm glad they did him more justice than the dub because they're just like, he has no outstanding talent, but he works hard. Really, that's what it says. <laughs> it's like, but he has the heart. He has the most motivation. Uh huh. Yeah. But I'm like, the bass are just like, he's average. Mm -hmm. He's cool. He's all right. Especially, how do you follow up Mikasa like that? Like, yeah, you can. You can't no, follow the yeah. goat. I'm sorry. But his passion is terrifying, though. <laughs> Very driven. He has no no talents. He's just kind of. But he really wants to have talent. <laughs> he's, he's, he he's, understands though what his flaws are. He just yeah. knows. Damn it! I need to do it better. He's yeah. vanilla, but he wants to be Rocky Road. Yeah. Depends on you know who you ask. I was wrong. He's vanilla, but he wants to be Mint Chip. Yeah. It depends okay, on, depends who, you on who you ask. <laughs> no, it's Mint Chip. Either way, he's right. vanilla right now, and he needs a change. Yeah. <laughs> Even chocolate, just anything. Yeah, he needs to change to whatever Mika says. There's no, that's there's no ice cream flavor to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, no, it's rare. It's it can like, you can't find it anywhere else. No, no, the, everyone else is ice cream. Mika says ice cream cake. She's oh, okay. <laughs> she caked up. <laughs> She's what 15 at this point. Okay. FBI, open up. Sound effect in <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well, let's continue on now. Um, so now we go in, we see some hand to hand combat training. Okay? So we see Rhino charging at Aaron with a wooden knife, and Aaron just flips him to his back with like a judo flip. Yeah. So Aaron yeah. apologizes. Alright, he says, I'm sorry, I need to hold back. Rhino pretty much says, It's no big deal. You know, now it's your turn to be the rogue, which the rogue, I guess, in the role is the person attacking with the knife, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Now it's now, your turn to be the rogue. Yeah. Yeah, no big deal. Now now it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> Let me flip you now. Now it's Same. my turn to throw if you. you've seen... As Reiner's got, like, a good 40 pounds on him and can beat like, this man, way like, taller. 20 feet. We if also know he's a few entire... years. He's yeah, a few yeah. years older, right? Maybe two years older, I think. Yeah. If you've seen the you entire attack on Titan anime, then you will know that... That line specifically <laughs> kind of has a double meaning. <laughs> now it's your turn to be the rogue. Yeah. Interesting. And Aaron Riders takes that, takes holds on to that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Let's it simmer for a good couple of years. Yeah. So Aaron says this training doesn't make any sense because, I mean, they're not exactly picking fights with people their own size. Mm -hmm. A guy would have to be stupid to use a knife. Right? Yeah, but then, knife isn't enough. Aaron has like an important flashback, right? Mm -hmm. And this flashback is something that we see later on down the line that is a crucial moment yeah. for Aaron, but specifically for Mikasa. Yeah. Right? The moment is Aaron saving Mikasa from her family's murder. All we murderers. see in this flashback is just Aaron as a child just holding a knife. Yeah. And it's like a second. It's so quick. You're like, yeah. Kachow. Kachow. And he saved Mikasa by, you know, killing these these guys, these scumbags, with a knife. Yeah. This boy because committed murder before the age of ten. Yeah. yeah. You know, just nothing. Showing that he's always had that will to fight, you know. Maybe he's just crazy. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's Grisha's kid. There's something like, wrong with him. He might just like killing. 
Um, <laughs> they gave them an ODM gear and big ass blades. <laughs> they don't do no background checks. <laughs> they do like psychological, like make evaluation. Sure he's okay, yeah. There's no physical. Why are you There's here? No Moira. <laughs> I'm gonna kill every Titan. <laughs> I'm gonna kill them all. Anyone taller all right, than he's six? In. Anyone taller than six feet? They're done. <laughs> he's like what? Five four, five five. He's not that tall. No, that's true. Wait, Levi's five four, right? Levi's like yeah, like five three or something. Okay, so Aaron's like five seven. He's like anything six foot is too big for me. I'll kill it. It's gone, done, finito. So after Aaron making that point about knives, pretty much you know being of no use against Titans. Again, his mind is probably just fixated on Titans, right? But then Rhyna asks Aaron, "What if you have no choice?" The fight doesn't give us a say. The fight gets ugly. We have to be prepared. The enemy comes in many forms. Artillery is not going to be the answer every time. Soldiers, Boy, the ones know. worth their salt anyway, are ready for anything. Don't believe me? Look. And then we see Annie. Annie is just kind of chilling. Not necessarily doing her hand-to-hand -hand combat. I'm going to do a tiny little spoiler real quick. Boy, you're literally exposing her. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, you know, a line too that is, you know, just seeing it and hearing it when Rhina says the enemy comes in many forms. Uh, I'm like, yeah. you would, you would know, yeah, you would know, uh, you would know. You already, <laughs> you already established yourself as I an know. enemy to Aaron. Literally, this episode. Like, like, are you warning Aaron now because of this, or you big old softy? She's like, training Aaron to like training him to beat like him up. Pulling some some shit out of Bleach where he's like. I'm training you, so you can kill me. So you can beat me, yeah. Because no one can kill me right now, so. <laughs> Too strong. <laughs> so now we see Annie. Right, Aaron says, yeah, what about her? Only thing she's ready for is any opportunity to slack off. And Rhyna challenges Aaron, telling him maybe someone ought to give her a talking to. Give her a little hard knocks lesson in preparedness. A little instigator. I wouldn't say he was challenging Aaron at that point. He was making it sound quite a bit like Rhyna was like, yo, check me out. I'm gonna go beat up this chick who's like half my height. Well, he was telling. He was telling Aaron, Aaron like, well, why don't you Aaron go? Aaron should beat her up. Yeah, why don't you go tell her what's up then? If she's just yeah. slacking off, why don't you go? You know, pretty show much me tell what her. You got. Yeah. So, after <laughs> after Rhino pretty much challenging Aaron, um, you know, he goes and he antagon well Rhino antagonizes Annie mm -hmm. by telling her. Commandant not beating you down enough? Keep it up and you'll be as flat as the dirt we're walking on. I suggest you think back as to why you enlisted in the first place. But Aaron is just confused. Yeah. Like what what's Rhina doing? Right? Now, when I like when Rhina says, like, is the commandant not beating you down enough? Like, does he mean that in like a like a, a literal sense? Yeah, does he mean that in like a punishments kind of way or in like a combat training like no one is I think good now? I think in, my case, in like a like any coach like being hard on you. Yeah, like I think that's what it is. Like, yeah. Oh, you think you're all that? Go do this. Yeah, I don't think he literally meant coming on not beating you up enough. I think it was like beating you down as in like 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 a drill Mentally, sergeant yeah, trying like, to break you. Okay. I just want to say to Reiner called any flat. So again, Aaron's confused, and Annie looks pissed. Damn, that was a scary stare. Aaron, he takes notice of it, right? He's saying, I thought she looked scary before. Couldn't pay him enough to be on her bad side. Yeah. And then Rhina <laughs> shoves Aaron towards Annie and tells him, go get her. Go get her, champ. You got this. <laughs> you got it. So then Annie gets in her, like, patented martial arts stance, mm -hmm. right? 
She's that close fist. Like, she's, she's got tight guard. She's ready. Yeah, and Aaron's just, like, scared, right? Low-key scared. He tried not to show it, right? Low-key scared. And they go, I hope you don't expect me to hold back. And then he charges towards her, right? And she just counters by kicking him in the shin. Right? No Aaron, game plan whatsoever. No, Aaron falls to his knees immediately, and he's in pain, right? Aaron calls in, oh, man, like, oh, that's a dirty move. Yeah. Right? And he's not able to stand back up. He tries to get up, and he falls back to his knee. And Annie's just like, are we done here? <laughs> like, that's literally the first time that she, like, anything came out of her mouth. Yeah. Like, she's the like, entire time she didn't say a single thing. She basically, just she's so just proposed. like, you don't satisfy me. Yeah. Nope. We Worth done here? Worthless. Not worth my time. Aaron had yeah. issues. I also Jeez. wanted to add that, like, Aaron, like, right before he's, like, about to fight her, he, like, claims that he's not going to hold back. But then as he goes to kick her, he goes, heads up! <laughs> True, like, yeah. So, like, I'm not going to hold back, but I'm warning you, I'm kicking you right now. Again, it might just be fear, because, I don't know. He, Please he stop me before I piss you off afraid. even more. I know. I don't want to hurt you. So he doesn't want to make her mad. So Annie's like, are we done here? And Irena's telling her, not yet. You know the drill. You need to take the dagger. So Annie pretty much just like rolls her eyes and starts walking towards Aaron. But Aaron's still in pain, right? He tries telling her, hold up, hold up. This isn't how, before he can even finish his sentence, Annie already has a hold of Aaron. And she's using a judo flip technique. She kicks his legs from under him, using his own weight against him and flips him backwards. Yeah. I will say, I have done that move myself. <laughs> And it is oh so satisfying like when you get it. Like you've done the flipping or you have been flipped? Both. <laughs> both. 100% both. But, but, but only satisfying when you do the flipping, right? Satisfying. I don't know. Sometimes you, sometimes you get flipped and it just feels like you're like, how did I get down here? <laughs> and it's just it's just so quick. But it's yeah. doing the flip. Oh, it's so satisfying just watching feet fly up above your head. And you're just like... That. You think Annie felt that way? <laughs> I'm sure she feels that way every time. She's just numb to it. She just knows. So lame. Like, yep. Same as She's always. She's so cool. So after Rhina notices Aaron just falling to his back in such a devastating way, Rhina he looks surprised and he looks kind of scared, right? And Annie just throws a dagger to him, saying, "Here, like, there. You ready to take me on yourself yet?" And Rhina's like, "Uh, not exactly." But now it's Aaron's turn. To instigate, <laughs> saying, "Don't you dare!" She's got a lesson coming to her, right? Isn't he in like the flipped position? So like he's, he's still, still on the floor, like holding his like shin. Well, yeah, well, the, yeah, no, the, like she, I could, I could, I wish I had a camera. <laughs> I could do it, I but he's got like that though. knees oh, to his shoulders, yeah, 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 like yeah, how yeah. I do he's my like, stretches. Yeah, like he's yeah, just yeah. like he's in his, a very funky position. His, like, knees yeah, are on like the side, like like. His Next legs, yeah. He's on his back, but his legs are like over him. You know uh, what I'm saying? The camera. I'm gonna do it. Like while he's on the floor, <laughs> there's no reason for you to be doing. There's this. like no it's room for audio. you. I know it's all oh, audio. Oh my god! We heard that. I know it's Those all audio. Those are his knees cracking. But he's like, he's like this, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no, you're gonna do it too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good job, Zach. Yeah, no one could see it, but Zach definitely did it. I'm basically basically Aaron. Okay, basically the that just got beat up by Annie. So Aaron's like, go get her, right? I choose you, Rhina. Rhina reluctantly agrees. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Soldier can't afford to back down. Yeah, I'm so cool. Get ready. Uh, here I and then before he can finish his sentence, Rhina is flat on his back, as flat as the dirt they're standing on. Yeah, <laughs> it's flat. So Aaron's just <laughs> amazed. Ah, them flat. Aaron is just amazed by Annie's technique, and he asks her where she learned it. And Annie says she learned it from her father. 
Then Aaron asks if he came up with it. He says, what, like, did he pioneer it or yeah, something, right? Did he pioneer it or... Now, I have a question. You sound so awkward. Because the way she said it, I was like, did this girl get beat? That's true. Yeah, that's a good point because... The way she said it, I was like... I learned from my father. I'm like, you, those are like, one of the things such... that you learn through experience. You don't yeah. learn that just yeah. by being shown. And I was just like, yeah, spoiler well. alert, but damn, Marley dads are built different. Yeah. <laughs> so then again, she says from her father, you know, Aaron, um, he asks if he came up with it. But Annie tells him, does it really matter? It's pointless. Just like all of this hand-to-hand combat. Hand-to-hand combat doesn't count against their grades. Only the smart ones blow it off. It's a crapshoot anyways. Only the top 10 cadets get to serve in the interior. The rest of us, forget it. Okay. I wanted to add that, like, while, like, she says, like, the smart ones blow it off, it shows, like, Jean and, uh, who is it, Samuel? They're, like, lazily fighting. Like, they look so lazy. They're like, oh. Yeah, it's, like, no, Pow. no effort. So I guess she's referencing them when she says the smart ones blow it off, but I'm sure that they're also just like, eh, we can slack off here. It doesn't count towards our grade. I like how she says the smart ones and it goes to them. Yeah. And then it immediately goes to Connie and Sasha. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, I don't know what they're doing. And they're just like... <laughs> well, that's the next part, yeah. Oh. But I wanted to ask you guys, though, before we talk about <laughs> before we talk about um, Connie and, and Sasha. Um, so when Annie says... Only the top 10 cadets get to serve in the interior. The rest of us, forget it. What do you think Annie meant by saying, like, the rest of us, forget it? I think she mean. Oh, gosh. She would either mean, like, safety in the interior, um, in terms of, like, forget it. Like, forget the safety. That's what I'm thinking. Like, obviously, it's implied that if you're in the MP, you want to make it to the top 10 so you have your choice, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're in the well, interior... Can't you only get to the MP if you're in the top 10 unless someone from the top 10 doesn't take it? Is that how it works? I um, feel like that should be how it works, but I don't think... I don't think I they know explain it explicitly, it but... I know the top 10 get their choice, and it usually is the MPs because the MPs is the interior. That's like, you know, the safest route you can yeah. go, right? So what I'm thinking of when Annie says the rest of us forget it, it's almost like the rest of us forget about... You know, like you said, being safe. Yeah, forget about safety. We're gonna be out in the field, out in t- Titan country. Like almost like forget about it. We're gonna, the rest of us are gonna die anyways. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I could. She could just be saying it like the general, like the rest of us who don't get top ten, we don't get a chance anyways. Or she could just mm-hmm. be saying the rest of us while talking to Aaron, like the rest of us who don't want to be mm-hmm. in the MPs. We don't need to know this anyways because we're never going to come across it. Yeah, because she's saying, like, hand-to-hand combat is pointless. I was just curious as to what maybe she meant by it. But she continues saying, point is, only idiots take hand-to-hand combat serious. Idiots and whatever they are. As we see Sasha and Connie, they're like working on their karate poses. They're doing the crane. I think it's, is it Sasha or Connie doing the crane? crane. Sasha's doing the crane. But then he's got, like, the knife in his mouth. He's yeah. like <laughs> trying to be Zoro. And then guess who walks up? <laughs> Commandant Keith walks up, right? But Connie just tries to welcome the Commandant. And then Keith grabs Connie by his cue ball, just like the first time he met Connie. Yeah. So it's good to know that in two years, things have not changed. <laughs> Pick him up by the head. So now Annie, with dagger in hand, she continues telling Aaron, or talking to Aaron, and she is like pushing this dagger closer to Aaron's chest. 
And she goes, the better you are at dropping the bad guys, the more distant the powers that be put between you. That's what this whole stupid farce is about. And Aaron's what? scared. What is that I'm mean? sorry, I missed powers like half of that. I'm like, you lost me after powers. Powers yeah. that be. Yeah, I don't know. She's very. I feel like she's being somewhat cryptic. Yeah. Because she's just trying to sound smart to get Aaron and to intimidating. Do what she says. Yeah. You, the better you are at dropping the bad guys, the more distance the powers that be put between you. What does that mean? <laughs> don't know. Who is the you? Is the you like? The better you are at dropping the bad, the bad guys, the more distance the powers that be. Oh, the better you are at, like, killing titans, the farther away they keep you from the titans, like, to keep you alive. So the powers that be are the bad guys? Or whatever? No, the powers that be is the king who keeps... Those of you who are better at killing the bad guys, the king wants you close to him. Which is as far away from a titan as you could be. That makes sense because, as we were talking about earlier, the top ten of the class get to choose, and they usually choose the MPs. Right under the king. She's telling Aaron that because Aaron's made it very clear he doesn't want to be MP. So she's like, why do you care about being top of the class? Yeah. Mm -hmm, True. Because you're going to go out and choose the scouts anyways rather than go be an MP. Yeah. Because if you do MP, you're the farthest away from what you want to do. So Aaron hearing this as Annie has like this wooden dagger going closer towards his chest. Uh, he is scared, but he doesn't want to make it visible. But then he like a, like a flip of a switch. He goes and he goes back to being like aggressive. And he says, yeah, whatever you say. And he goes and he grabs her wrist. But again, Annie counters it. And she sweeps his legs out from under him, dropping him on his back again. Right. Him saying like, yeah, by him saying like whatever you say, like kind of just like, it kind of just shows that like he didn't really like one ear out the other. Yeah, he didn't really agree with whatever she was saying, and he he was just focused on getting revenge on her from earlier. (laughs) He was just looking at her, being like, "What can I kick?" I know. (laughs) (laughs) You done talking yet? (laughs) But Annie continues her lesson. She tells him, "Face it. You don't fight the nature of things and win." And she then sternly stares Aaron in the eyes. She has him pinned on the ground. Aaron looks petrified. She stands over him and says, Look around you. All the sons of bitches really expect us to play the game. Don't be a pawn. Man, this girl is like cutthroat. Intense. Kinky. (laughs) No. She's weird, bro. So Rhina, as Annie walks away, tells her he still stands by what he said earlier. I'm sure Annie could care less. Yeah. Right. Stand by what I say. Okay. So Aaron, now he's thinking to himself, right? He tells himself, I've been so fixated on building myself up. I couldn't see it. She's absolutely right. They're not honing their skills to fight. They're honing their skills to run. Wow. So maybe it wasn't one ear out the other. Maybe he did understand it. But maybe he said whatever you, like, whatever because he wanted to make it seem like he didn't care what she had to say. I won the argument, but you are right. Because he was intimidated by her. He was like, I, I want to give you that this, power. Me being the the idiot I am, I was like, does he mean run, like, literally run away from Titans? But by run, they mean, like, to get into a position as far away from the like, Titan as possible. Yeah. Like, to get, like, MP, getting into the MP is running from yeah. Titans. And we know Aaron definitely sees MPs as running. Mm-hmm. So now it's nighttime. 
and they're in the cafeteria, right? This isn't necessarily, I know we were talking about, and we see it later on the mess hall, but this isn't like the a, mess hall yet, They're right? in like their, their like cabin or something. It's like a um, communal quarters. Okay. So, Big words, oh yes, that. <laughs> yes, that. Yeah. <laughs> so Armin is talking uh, to Aaron. And he says, I know it's not right, but that's just the way things are. Before Walmaria was compromised, ODM experts were rare. This so, explains why the soldiers didn't really use Yeah, like, Armin, Armin basically says, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but that explains why there was an ODM gear used when you were so mad about it when yeah. the armored titan attacked. Well, they should have learned anyway. <laughs> well, they should have still known. But it was yeah. rare for them to use it. Now, you want that? You want to call that? Lazy. Lack of intelligent military. Yep. Too busy uh, drinking and playing pinochle. 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 Goddamn. <laughs> 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 Only scouts ever risked proximity to the Titans and the regiment wasn't too large to begin with, is what Armin finishes saying. So then the conversation is kind of bland because again we're in a room. Yeah. Filled with other cadets. I like Jean's line. And we hear we hear John. John Jean jeans. We hear denim. Uh, Boasted off his ODM technique, and that's how you can serve. Oh, you want to? You want to be? You want to be Jean? All right, Jean, go ahead. I love ODM. Okay, denim. Bijan. Oh, I don't have the whole thing. I just wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can I be? Wait, I don't have everything. I don't have the whole quote. Do you want? Do you want to see it? Sure. Here, where is it? Just point at it. That's how you conserve fuel. Momentum does the work for you. Oh, that was so short. I could have written that down. You could have, you know, but say it with some enthusiasm. Say it with some you just like moxie. That's how you conserve just, fuel. No, just that's how you conserve fuel. You gotta sound like you think that you're a hot shot. Just let the momentum do it for you, bro. There you go, right? He claims he has a sixth <laughs> sense. Let the momentum right? take control, brother. He says that, right, Lex? He has a sixth sense for the finer points of your gear. Yeah. So, boy, you ain't as, ever gonna use it again in the MP. Why are you learning? Right? I noticed that as he's like boasting about this, like right after he says like his like boasting lines, he looks over. Who is he looking at? He looks over to see if Mikasa's paying attention. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mikasa. That's a cute girl. Think I'm cool. The girl with the uh, nice black Mikasa hair. Really nice black hair. That that man made her cut. <laughs> yeah. He's all salty. So like, he's definitely deep down. He just hates Aaron because Aaron was like, "Cut your hair." <laughs> I liked her like, hair. Why did you make her cut it? <laughs> so again, hoping that she overhears and that she's impressed with his sixth sense. Even though I'm sure she can like use the ODM gear or yeah, use her she's, abilities she's, she's way the better last than Chan. You should tell. That's like the equivalent of like, uh, like a teenage boy like doing a kickflip and being like, "You see that, babe? See my kickflip?" pretty cool huh except she's, except she's like tony hawk's daughter except yeah she's like, <laughs> except she's like doing like except she don't is tony hawk's flips whatever those are sure yeah. she lets like, you know she plays skate yeah i play skate <laughs> she plays skate three i play skate tony hawk pro skater exactly so he continues uh saying you gotta do the strut if you want to make the cut all right okay. mps only take the best okay dr seuss and marco you practice that Oh yeah, he practiced in there. the mirror, hoping that whatever he's <laughs> saying, Mikasa's gonna <laughs> turn and be it. like, "No way! Oh my gosh, it's you're so cool! You know Haiku? <laughs> Haiku? 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 The volleyball anime? <laughs> you know Haiku? 
That dude looks just like Tanaka. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to Marco, and Marco is just like daydreaming about how amazing it would be to be working within a stone's throw of the king, saying there's no greater honor than that. And John just like tells him to shut up and smacks him in the back of the <laughs> he head. Basically, next Marco. <laughs> yeah. And then Marco's like mid drink, and all of a sudden, just like the cup just spills on him. Yeah, just all over him. But I love the kid. And John tells Marco, "We're not children. You can you can drop the missy-eyed BS. Honor doesn't have any part of it. You just want a nice cushy job in the interior, playing glorified sentry." And again, Lex, what is glorified sentry? Sentry is basically keeping guard. Yeah. Something. I I thought they were talking about pinochle. <laughs> 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 glorified pinochle. So John is just, he's all up in Marco's space, right? Marco's just like, that's not true. That's not me at all. And Aaron, Aaron overhears all this nonsense that John is just spewing. And he interjects saying, listen to you guys, interior. Five years ago, this was a part of it. John asks him if he has a point, right? And he adamantly says, you have a point, friend. (laughs) I'm right here. No, why that reminds me of if y'all have played the game Bully. You're gonna mention Bully every week from now on. Did I mention it last week? You mentioned it. Yeah, you mentioned it. Oh crap! (laughs) Okay, it's a good game. Sorry, Jean just gives me like bully character vibes. My weekly bully update. Sorry guys. Rockstar, if you're listening, where's that Bully two at? Give us a Bully remaster. Yeah, I've never even played the original. Oh. It's so good. All right, Zach, I'm sorry. This is your last episode. <laughs> <laughs> On our YouTube channel, you can see me do a Let's Play. <laughs> so Aaron continues saying, poor Jean, so misguided. I don't think your head will fit in the interior anyway. And then, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jean has a horse head. Yeah, he does. Horse big, face. Big horse head. Horse face, horse head. Yeah, big head. I don't know. In order to have a horse <laughs> face, you have to have a horse head. Yeah. Big is head. that a horse face joke or is it like a big headed overconfident? Both. Ego. Well, both. both. <laughs> it works for both. It's like making fun of um, Josh Pegg from Drake and Josh. Mm-hmm. Big head. Boob. Megan. 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 I also wanted to mention that like Jean's saying like, you just want a nice cushy job in the interior. This shows that Jean is aware that his job is cushy yeah his goal to be in this cushy job but yeah. i'm gonna make fun of anybody else who wants it i know Bro, we all want cushy jobs i want a nice cushy job where i, I just gonna sit back interior. and relax yeah true so glorified century after aaron calls john a fathead horsehead dude uh yeah we get a laugh from other people from other cadets right and we see rhina and connie and rhina gives like a weird laugh on legs he's just yeah. like <laughs> or something yeah, it was like Ryan does a weird like <laughs> it's a very like breathy like <laughs> it's so like deep though and like yeah. monotone connie laughs too <laughs> and john is just taking note of this he's like looking around and aaron continues saying it seems backwards to me fine-tuning your titan killing skills so the brass will station you somewhere you'll never see one or you'll never see one excuse me referencing the running from before yeah yeah <laughs> john argues you'd rather i was good at getting killed thank you i'll pass being all dramatic yeah. oh you're not good enough to kill you're this not good shows, enough this like loser <laughs> this very much shows john's like short-tempered nature that like uh sawdust, sawdust. 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 
So again, John being dramatic, and he says, better to play the system than get not on, and that pisses Aaron off, and he's here, uh, Aaron saying, you son of a bitch, and John's, bring it on, you little bastard, so now yeah. they get up, they and they're like, just like, yeah, they stay. Bring it on, you little bastard. <laughs> but I also want to say that, like, John's saying, better to play the system than get not on, that, like, shows that John is aware of the system, and, like, although it may not be fair, he knows that, like, there are advantages to being on the right side. Like, just play the system. Even if it's unjust, you gotta just play and do what you can to get those advantages. Work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Even if it means you're a loser. I feel like that's John's whole, like, that's whole. That's his whole motto. Yeah, well, John, he's, good motto. he's a crafty dude. I mean, he's very full of himself, you know that. Yeah. Um, but now they're squaring up. Head. And Armin tries to keep the peace. But he asks Aaron, Aaron, please stop. He's like, guys, stop it, please. But then Mikasa gets in the middle. She stops them by calling them gentlemen, I will say. And we get a look at her grabbing Aaron's hand away from Jean to separate them. And I'm sure Jean didn't like that very much, right? Yeah. It was at Aaron? that moment that Jean snapped. Aaron? You're touching <laughs> Aaron's hand? He was called a gentleman, though. Yes, true. <laughs> she uh, said I was a gentleman. <laughs> So Jean didn't like that very much, and John's pissed off. He tries to make a statement, right? He sees that, and he goes, You think you could judge me? And he goes, and he grabs Aaron's shirt. Yeah. Only thing Aaron cares about at that moment is that John doesn't rip his shirt. Yeah. Or else he's dead. Let's be real here. Jean only grabbed his shirt after praying to God that Mikasa grabs his hand and pulls it away. Yeah. He was like, yeah. come on, grab it. Touch my hand too. Wonder thing, I'm cool. Touch my hand too. Because I stop me from doing this. Hold me back. Why'd you hold me back? Only you. Only you can stop me. Just just touch my hand. Hold me back. (laughs) So Aaron again saying, uh, "Better not rip my shirt or you're dead." John doesn't give a damn about his shirt, right? Because he's pissed off. Aaron calls him crazy. And at that moment, time almost slows down for for Aaron, and he sees Rhina and Annie observing closely, and Aaron begins to recall what Annie told him. He notices that Jean, he he has something to prove. And that sounds familiar. He apologizes before him because what he's about to do is only to prevent things from getting out of hand. And he grabs Jean by the shirt and he begins to use the same technique that Annie used on him. And Annie notices. And she's instantly surprised. She goes, oh. <laughs> and then Aaron, he finishes her technique by sweeping Jean to the floor. And Jean, boom, falls. He goes, ah, what the hell was that move? Yeah. And Aaron tells him it's a little something he picked up this afternoon while you were busy with your thumb up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. Again, just like, just making an example of Jean in front of everybody. Yeah. And what Annie's a bully. like, Annie's probably like flattered and impressed. She's like, dang. She's like, right. she's he like, picked it up after me doing it to him once. She's like, Aaron's looking kind of cute right now. <laughs> better be careful because I'm thinking Mika's someone like that. Are you yours? Or she's like, you're looking like my father right now. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if one of those. Yeah, so just now Aaron tells John, you honestly believe the military police are your ticket to the good life? You're not a soldier, you're a joke. And everyone takes notice, but then the door opens and it's the commandant. Keith asks, would someone like to explain? What the little ruckus I heard was. I do hope everything is alright. If yes. my memory serves correct, it's just like half of his face, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. like, like half he's just of his like face. that just like sleeping in the in the yeah door. Are we all okay in here? Yeah, and he like has this look in his eye, right? Like he's just waiting and he's clamoring for someone to slip up. So Jean and Aaron, they go back to their seats. 
And then Mikasa raises her hand, right? And she says, Sasha, pass some gas. <laughs> She's just trying to save Aaron from getting in trouble. Like, oh, what can I say? Line. And as soon as she says that, Sasha just like petrified. She's just like literally. She's so she gasps. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I'm now watching in dub. I wish I had stayed subbed. And I want to know what, what the line is in the sub. I'm going to do research. Research. Come back later. It's like, oh, Sasha ripped a fat fart or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so <laughs> like burger. Sasha ripped a fatty. Sada's fatty. Sada. Sada. She ripped a fatty. You see the real Mikasa? <laughs> Everyone just looks at her like, we've never seen you like no, that before. Sada. So Sasha is petrified. She was just thrown under the bus yeah. by Something Mikasa. Something she didn't do. Keith, he says he's not surprised, right? He goes, I'm not surprised. And this makes Sasha even more petrified and embarrassed. Yeah. He asks her to learn some self-control. <laughs> it's almost oh, like no. you know her after two years. And yeah. so some of the other cadets sitting down, they're all just fighting the urge to laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. And then as Keith leaves, we see Sasha. She like shaking Mikasa. Like, like why bleeding, did you just say that? Why'd you do that to hand. me? First you taught me with the food, and next you do this. So Mikasa then, clearly doesn't care. She's no, just sitting there with she's her normal, composed, just blank face. Blank face. And then she grabs a loaf of bread and shoves it in her mouth to just shut her up and make her feel better. Yeah. Here, bread, <sighs> food. And as that's happening, we see Aaron and Jean just staring intensely at each, at each other like they're like, this isn't over. Mm-hmm. So now we go. But it is. Yeah, it's over for now. Aaron definitely won that one. Yeah. Boom, rushed it. So now we go to another training montage, and Ar- or Armin is narrating. Armin says, of the original recruits, only 218 cadets graduated, some with honors. So now we get a cut to graduation night, where the cadets will choose which of the three regiments they will join. Now, I'm going to ask, Zach, can you tell me what one of the regiments are? What one of the regiments are? Yeah. Just one of them. Oh, I don't know. Military police? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe? No, I know. It's military police. Right? Am I wrong? Yeah. We got the MP <laughs> regiment. Like, sit with that. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is with the question. Uh, military police? Right. So, yeah, they got the MP regiment, and their job is to maintain law and order under orders from his loyal or royal majesty. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, Lexi, tell me another. Garrison Regiment. Yes. And their job <laughs> P-knuckle. is to play Pinochle and reinforce the walls. And the last one? Scout the Regiment. The Scout Regiment. Make and their <laughs> job <laughs> is to take back what was once ours. Cool. So, the cadets eligible to join the MPs have already been chosen, and those chosen are the top 10 of the class. So now we're going to go through the top 10 of the class starting with number 10 which is who lex krista krista yes number nine zach sasha sasha <laughs> number eight would be connie he's so freaking short so short <laughs> and number seven lex is marco marco number six zach horse face horse face john number five we got aaron our main character and now we're going to the top five starting with aaron and number four lex annie annie three zach Birdie! Birdie Bertold, right? Now, number two would be Raina. Wait, we should do number one, because everyone's like, if we give it away, I don't know, never mind. Just oh, go. I think what? number one is pretty easy to, 
Lisa Ackerman. So again, top ten: Chris, Sasha, Connie, Marco, John, Aaron, Annie, Bear, Torina, Mikasa. Cool. So yeah. they get their choice of MP. Armin didn't make it. No, I <laughs> know. Now I have a question. Let's say you guys are in the anime. And you guys are in this top ten. What would what would you guys choose for the for your regiment? Hmm. That's oh, an interesting scout. question. You That's a very scout? interesting question. Hell's yeah. You want to be Titan fodder? I'll tell you what. Now, <laughs> I just don't want to be stuck behind those walls with a shitty government. Yeah. I may lean towards initially the cushy job. MP. Right? But as the episode continues, I may be swayed by a certain speech. Ooh, okay. So now. I thought he was just going to say, I'm going wherever Mikasa goes. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly would probably pick Garrison Regiment. So you can drink? <laughs> I'll learn how to play Pinochle. Pinochle! <laughs> Yeah, but then you gotta deal with like all the public and whatnot, and oh, you know people like are like, "Hey, do your job, whatever." And then you just rough them up a little bit. I, I know you can you do just that, but take a shot and you say, "Public pinochle." You can literally just be like, oh, "Shut up! Hey, come over here, take a shot with me." I know. <laughs> just to shut them up. Help yeah. me, help me with my pinochle game. <laughs> so now we see the top ten, and Aaron just standing there next to every single one. He's just monologuing to himself, saying, "This is it. We've made it. Our time is now." Titans, be ready. And now, it's celebration time in the mess hall. Mm. Connie's cheering, saying, MPs, here I come. And Sasha says, three square meals a day for life. And John is wondering how the hell he ranked below Aaron. <laughs> Horse face sucks. So then, Thomas Sideburn Wagner. Yeah. He asked Cyber. Aaron. You gotta add that Cyber. in there. Cyber. Cyber. He got these like like long like They're just like, blonde yeah. sideburns. Yeah, what's the point of those? Are they like aerodynamic? To distinguish him. <laughs> just to distinguish him as like, oh, he's just not just a basic character. Yeah. He's not Reiner. Let's be very clear yeah. here. He has sideburns. So Look, a distinctive see, feature. He must be important. We see sideburns. No. And he asks Aaron if he's really going to turn his back on the MPs to join the scouts. And then this random cadet, who we find out his name is Samuel. Yeah, we literally did not. We were like trying to figure out who the heck this dude was. So we find out That's Samuel. That's what his name is. His name is Samuel. He asks well, Aaron, "Why would you? Why would you do that? You're in the top ten. And Aaron lets him know the scouts have always been his goal. He doesn't want the easy life, not with all the hard work that he's put in. He's trained to fight titans. And then Sideburn, he just can't believe it. He yells at Aaron, "Are you insane?" Everybody like causing like a scene, it. and other cadets, all the cadets begin looking their way, and they notice. And Thomas notice, and he figures, hey, it's speech time. He goes, how many people? How many people have died? We're talking a fifth of our population. If that doesn't paint a picture for you, I don't know what will. This is our life now. We can't beat them. All the other cadets take note, and they begin. They begin to realize what their life will be now. Because you gotta remember these. They don't get a choice. Get to go to the MP. So now they're, they're like looking down. I'm like, oh my gosh, Sideburns is right. Sure, I'm not thinking Sideburns I mean, is right. I mean, don't you still get to choose between Scout and Garrison? You could pick I, Wall uh, Boy or Tree Boy. Well, I don't know how that really all factors in. You got to think that there's got to be some kind of like criteria or something. I don't know. Um, I'm that is they a good need point. More Scouts than they do need. But I don't think you can regiment. force them to join the Scouts. Oh, well, you know, the government. Because if, <laughs> no. if they could force people to join the scouts, then there wouldn't be a scout shortage. So the thing oh. is, like, again, yeah, it, I think it's got to be the... There is 
there's gotta be like commander a, or captain's gotta go ahead and essentially choose from yeah, the group like of who he like I'm sure there's like a oh if you want to join the scouts you gotta do a test you fail the test you're stuck at the wall playing pee knuckle yeah getting drunk with Hannes that's like fun let's go look at actually yeah that doesn't sound too bad <laughs> <laughs> with Hannes too dang. so Aaron rebuttals with what will be the speech mm-hmm. he says yeah so what we buckle Take it all lying down. Things have changed. Maybe not a lot, but enough. They aren't the mystery they were five years ago. There's still a long way to go, but we've made progress. Every battle we lost taught us a lesson, gave us a tiniest inroad towards something like hope. You telling me it's better to cut our losses? Let all the death and destruction be meaningless? Just to ball it up and accept it? Not on your life. Humanity's future lays outside the wall, and I'm gonna clear the way. I'm gonna take back what's ours. I'll drive them out. And as long as at least one of us can say that, we're not done. And Aaron, he starts getting overwhelmed with emotion. Mm-hmm. Or you can see like tears in his eyes yeah. as he's giving this speech. And then he just runs outside. And Armin and Mikasa follow. Okay, Deku. Calm down. Armin's like, Aaron, wait. Armin's so like, oh. Armin's a Labrador. Golden Retriever boy. Yeah. So Jean. He hears this and he says to himself, yeah, good luck out there, hotshot. I'll be rooting for you from His Majesty's barracks. Again, cushy job. He's yeah. going to be in the Majesty's room. <laughs> He's going to be in the room with the Majesty. In the room? <laughs> Yikes. I don't Sleepover. <laughs> Slumber party. <laughs> so now we cut to outside, right? Right with Aaron and Mikasa and Armin. And they're like sitting on a set of steps. And Armin tells Aaron, that was quite the speech you gave. And Aaron tells Armin that most of it was yours. All that stuff you used to say back in the day. And Armin tells him, I'm joining the scout regiment too. And Aaron calls Armin stupid. You're not a fighter. Your life is with the books. I do <laughs> You're remember. Not a fighter? I do remember this line. And Aaron's just like, Baka! <laughs> so, yeah. Armin. He says he's through letting other people fight for him. Wow. About dear old Gramsies. So Mikasa tells Aaron, I guess it's the scouts for me too then. And Aaron's like, come on, you're the top of the class. You'll be wasting your shot. Guys, okay, but Aaron wanted to do this alone because I'm unique. This is my thing. Yeah. <laughs> By Aaron's logic, he was literally just like, oh, why are you honing your skills just to run? And now she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do what you want. I'm, I'm going to do that too. And Aaron's just like, do the opposite of what I've been saying. No. Go home. Cushy job. Mom said I can go with you. Mikasa tells Aaron, understand this. Wherever you go, I go. I made a promise to your mom before she died. I'm not letting you die. I've got your back whether you like it or not. So just deal with it. Jesus Whoa. Weech. First off, I do want to say, Aaron is one lucky dude. Yeah. To have somebody like Mikasa watching your back constantly, like, you gotta be stupid to, yeah, like, not appreciate even, that. He doesn't even realize it. He doesn't even care. Think to season four. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Oh, no. But Aaron, he just says. I'm back on week 70-something. So, <laughs> Aaron... He's just, well, yeah. Well, mom's not here. He, like, scoffs at, the, at like, her statement, though. And then Mikasa tells him, a lot of people I care about aren't here either. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Herman well, could say the same. It's true. They've all lost so many important people in yeah. their lives. They've all lost pretty much everyone. Like They've all lost everyone. Yeah. <laughs> They've all lost everyone. Yeah. So then we get a cut <laughs> to them on the steps. They look at, they're looking at the wall and then it pans up to the stars. And then we see a shooting star. Perfect timing. And now it's the next day. And we're about to see the main unit of the scout regiment return. So we see Commander Irvin. First look. He's on horseback. He's riding through town. And the townspeople are just cheering him on. And Aaron and Armin, they gaze upon the commander. And it looks like Armin, he's blushing. Yeah. Right, Lex? It looks like he's blushing in it. So I'm like, eh. Is that a crush on like Aaron is amazed, like, oh my god, there's a commander! And Armin's just like, Armin's oh like, my god! Oh my god. <laughs> Armin's just like, oh my god. Does he <laughs> pulls think his hair back, pulls oh. his hair behind his ear. Oh my god, Commander Irwin's here. How do I look? How do I look? How's my hair up in a ponytail? <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, after meeting Commander Irvin, we are introduced to the captain. The true star of the show. But before we introduce, we're introduced to the captain, the camera just very quickly pans to a couple other characters. They're going to be important down the line. And we see uh, Mike, mm -hmm. and we see Hanji. And we'll meet them later on, but they're important too. Well, but not... Sniff because he said Mike, or yeah. are we just sniffing? <laughs> so they're not as important, though, as this guy. This guy, the captain, we get our first look at the Captain Levi. <whistles> and then... People in the in the crowds in this village are just they're saying they they say he's like an entire brigade unto himself. And Levi hears this and he just scoffs. You spare me, please. Not really into they it. They say he's as tall as a stack of pancakes. Famous <laughs> <laughs> oh. last words. Yeah. <laughs> about my height. So Aaron, oh, Edward Elric, don't call me little. Don't call me little. So Aaron notices how excited everybody is. And he says, like, the crowd just has different energy. And then this cadet couple, right, they tell Aaron that it's because they were going on five years without an incident. Seems like a good omen. Oh, God. Don't Yikes. say that. Don't say that. Like, Aaron's literally comparing it to, like, the last time that he saw the scouts return where, like, the public was like, this is where all our tax money goes to. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh my Aaron's like, this is so different. People God. actually love them. The last time he saw the scouts return, oh, yeah, that just clicked. That's in what my he's head. comparing it to. That was like, when the energy in the air is so different. That was when the literal, the literal drill sergeant that has been just breaking down Aaron and all these other characters. That's when we see him at his lowest. Yeah. So huge difference. Yeah. For sure. So again, Lots of development going on. Seems like a oh, good I omen. Was talking about that was the same day <laughs> the Titans attacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so again. Oh, no. History repeats itself. Seems like a good omen. To be exact. They continue uh, telling Aaron, 13. you should check out the new cannon upgrades. This side alone ought to be enough to scare them off. And Aaron just angrily asks them if they're in denial. He goes, are you guys a couple? Like, what, what does he say, Lex? Like, you guys in denial because you're a couple? Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. He's just jealous. Why did he respond so angry? They were just like talking about like, yeah, everyone's so happy. We have new art artillery. Stuff hasn't happened in five years. Aaron's like, Aaron's, you in denial? Aaron's like, the closest thing I have to a girlfriend is farming. <laughs> then he's probably just 
seeing people being comfortable again and not prepared. Oh, yeah. He doesn't like when people aren't prepared. That's true. So they both get embarrassed after being called a couple, you know? The guy blushes, and the other girl is just hiding her face. Like, oh, my God. They try to convince that. They try to convince Aaron that they're not a couple. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Okay. okay. But then we see Mr. Hannes. Right? Hey. Hannes, he's walking over. He sees his old buddies from back in the day. He goes, we're in the street. They let you graduate yesterday. Either you've grown up, or the standards have plummeted. And Aaron tells him, you're one to talk. Straight up, I would have been like, Dale, you uh, passed, didn't they? I know. <laughs> he goes, the Corps of Engineers keep their new, chi- their new chief in the drink. So, we know Hannes got, like, promoted. But, again, it's just Aaron. Just like, oh, yeah, all your engineers keep giving you drinks. Yeah. So, uh, Hannes just, like, pokes him in the forehead and tells him, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but then, I'm your superior now. <laughs> then he apologizes, and he goes, uh, this is out of the blue, but... I want you to know your mom's death still haunts me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Great conversation. I don't know where it is. Such a playful little thing. Oh, by the way, your mother's death haunts me. Yikes. <laughs> I'm glad that he's learned how to socialize. <laughs> you know, hey, we don't know. He might be drunk, okay? I was about to say, he's probably drunk. <laughs> drunk the entire time we see him. So he's Aaron, thinking about Pinochle. We don't know. Aaron, he's slightly shaken up and he tells Hannes, me too, but it wasn't your fault. We were shooting in the dark then, but nothing like that is ever going to happen again. We know what we're dealing with now. And Han is, he looks speechless. Yeah, he's like, he, he's kind of shocked because, I mean, with Aaron's demeanor, you, you, it's not surprising to think, like, he's the reason why my mom's dead. If he would have just not been a wimp. Yeah. But he understands that he's like, it was different back then. I know it was different. And as Hannes has this look of just like, wow who is this kid he we get him remembering aaron as a kid right mm-hmm. and then hannes he, he's thinking to himself fired up and capable make a good combination kid don't screw it up by dying he's like is this is this character development <laughs> is this maturity so now all it takes is a death of a mother so now we go ahead and we cut to what I'm assuming is later on in the day and Aaron and Connie and some other cadets are on top of the walls working on cannons. Aaron says, what the hell do you mean? Wait. He says, what the hell do you mean you're joining the scouts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, because Connie, I guess he, like, he told him. What happened MPs? That was your whole thing. Yeah, Connie tells him, like, don't worry about it. The guy's allowed to change his mind. He's like so defensive about him though. And then the other character, Mina, who we've barely been introduced, not really introduced to, we've seen her. Yeah. Um, she tells Aaron that, hey, your speech yesterday really lit a fire under him, talking about Connie. And Connie's, hey, ain't nobody talking to you. <laughs> nobody talking to you. I love the way Connie just delivers his lines. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Clipper Chapin. He goes, his temper tantrum had nothing to do with it. And then Sideburns says, ego. Sideburns comes in and he goes, hey, take it easy. It's not like you're the only one. And Aaron, he's blushing too. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. Everyone's I don't like, up with all these, what's up with all these blonde characters blushing? He's <laughs> got crushes on. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So Thomas blushing says, "It's not like you're the only one." So obviously he changes his mind too. And Aaron is surprised. He can't believe that they're all serious. And then enters Sasha, Potato Girl, asking them, hey, "Can you guys all keep a secret?" She totally helped herself to the officer's pantry. Right, she shows like a fat cylinder of meat hiding in yeah. her like jacket. Yeah. It's just like hung on by a Girl, screen. we just graduated. You trying to die? We just, yeah. 
So everybody's just in shock. They can't believe she stole from the officer's pantry, telling her that you're going to be sent to the clink. Yeah. Asking her, what is wrong with you? And Connie's just, what isn't wrong with her? Yeah. <laughs> what isn't wrong with her? <laughs> Bro, meat is meat. I'm sorry. You leave that out. So Sasha is just salivating, saying it'll be fine. That she's even gonna share. Can you imagine the sandwiches? And Sasha's literally like getting chills, thinking about she's. Like <laughs> Connie, uh, I, I like Connie. I love Connie's lines in this whole like scene because it's chills. so like instant and like loud. Snappy. Like, like she literally like right after she's like, "Can you imagine the sandwiches?" Connie goes, "Put it back! <laughs> Put it back!" <laughs> Then Mina just asked her if she has any idea how rare meat has been since the Titans took Walmaria. And she just answers with, um, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but just look at it this way. Duh. Pretty soon we'll take back all the room we need for livestock. And then the others start telling her that, yeah, yeah, can I have a slice, whatever. And Connie's, oh, if he gets one, so do I. <laughs> just so you know. After he was so adamant about, like, put it back. There's something wrong with you. What okay. a sheep. If you got a slice, I'll get one too. What a sheep. So, Gosh. Aaron, he seems unsure whether he wants to eat the meat or not, but they all decide, you know what, just get back to work. You know, they'll deserve the meat afterwards. Uh, Aaron stands tall on top of the wall, and he's kind of standing there, and he's thinking to himself, has it really been five years? Look at us, ready to stand tall again. We can do it. Mankind didn't start this fight, but we're going to finish it. And as Aaron monologues, the wind around him begins to pick up. And we zoom in on Aaron. And we get just a flash of lightning directly behind him. And there he is, the Colossal Titan, standing and staring directly behind Aaron. That's what you get for opening your Aaron big old mouth, bro. Like, it's so instant. Aaron is still, like, standing so tall yep. and confident, staring That's over. That's the instantly... Boom! Colossal Titan is there. He's on the outside of the wall, right? Yeah. So now everybody, he's, they, they all just stop what they're working on, they're and they're level. just frozen with fear. They're staring at this gigantic monster. And then Aaron, he begins to move. And as he slightly moves, the Colossal Titan acts. It rushes its steam towards him, and then he kicks a hole in the wall, destroying the gates. That they just fortified, too. Oh, man. Five years later. You know what? We can blame that damn couple. Good omen. Literally, the Colossal Titan shows up, and he just yells, Happy anniversary! Bam! (laughs) Terrible. Don't say that. Gosh. We see Aaron. He's falling off the wall, and he's just saying, Oh, the steam is hot. But then he uses ODM gear. He catches himself as he latches onto the wall, staring up at the Colossal Titan. What was this five years ago? The other cadets, they're all rushed with steam also, and they are falling, but they latch onto the wall with their gear. Except for Samuel, who is unconscious, and he's just free-falling to his death. This is, this is This is when we found part. out his name was Samuel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is the part I really enjoyed. Because I'm, I'm going to take this one. Go for it, okay. please. Because... Just like Sada says in the beginning, Sasha's got some instincts. Yeah. And Sasha sees Samuel falling and immediately drops her ODM gear. And we get a sick top-down view of her just free-falling downward towards Samuel. 
shoots one part of her ODM up at the wall mm -hmm. and the other straight through Samuel's calf and stops him from hitting the ground. Yep. I was like, he's unconscious. He's unconscious. He don't true. feel it. She think was like about running down the wall, like using gravity. But think about this. The your calf is not that big. We don't know how far away she is from him, but that's a Just, pretty hard shot to hit. Yeah. Moving at probably somewhere near terminal velocity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not terminal, but they're definitely picking right, up right. speed. I taken physics, all right. Come and it's now. such a cool <laughs> shot because, like you said, Zach, she acted so fast, but she just again the reaction time that she has and to see her just like starting off running down the side of the wall just all of a sudden now she's picking up you know speed awesome spider-man shit <laughs> and the reaction time is incredible just and we able, know just be able to think like i need to do this and then shoot one this way shoot one this way like, i don't think I she was thinking much it's like all it's, it was it's, just it's instinctual like said, yeah it's it's just visual to action there's no thought it's just we do she do we do find out later on that i mean she is a pretty good hunter yeah from so her she, hunting so village the accuracy is good but but man, again shooting odm gear is not the same as shooting a bow and arrow no. like you still can have accuracy but the technique is different and that's still very impressive so again uh, she prevents samuel from falling to his death and she screams at him to try not to move and samuel he begins to like wake up Aaron's just, oh my god, that was too close. My calf kind of sings a little bit. This <laughs> <laughs> is reminding me of the last episode. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. As the Colossal Titan shows again. up. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> Bam. Exactly. So, Aaron's just, wow, that was too close. As he sees Samuel just saved by Sasha. And then he, Connie, and Thomas noticed the giant hole in the wall. And Connie's just, they're gonna get in. They're gonna get in. They're gonna get in. This is terrifying. Clifford Chapin yell. Yes. <laughs> and then Aaron, he just recalls the mayhem from his past. And then he tells himself, no, this is over. As he has tears in his eyes, he says, I will put a stop to this. I will. This ends now. And then Aaron goes in full leader mode. Yeah. He starts yelling at the other cadet. This is it, people! Do or die! He starts giving directions saying, Mounted Cannon Squad 4, take out the Colossal Titan! This is our chance! Don't let it slip away! Wow. He just, he's been waiting his whole... You just, Dude, did you get chills? I got chills. He's just, been waiting yeah. his whole life for this moment. Maybe not his entire life, but you know. I mean, the last five years. But again, it's so cool to see these characters and just such a moment of of it could be a moment moment of panic right yeah but seeing sasha just react so instinct like just instantly she was, she was very swift with to that. save to save samuel yeah. and seeing aaron just take that role of just all right guys here we go this is it yeah it's so cool to charge. see yeah because this is their first time, like, legitimately, like, on the field, like... And he's not just thinking, I'm one. going to do this. He's no. like, yo! We can all do this together. Round up! Let's we've, get it! Yeah. We've all been training. You guys chose scouts for a reason. We're here for a reason. Like, you guys listen, even... You listened to my speech the other day! Here's another one! Yeah. Do or die! Yeah, but they exactly. haven't even necessarily, like, really chose the regiment yet. They just graduated. Oh, yeah, you're right. So it's kind of like they're like training. Yeah. 
Um, Here's your exhibition for the scouts. See how you do. So now Aaron, he, after giving directions to the other um, cadets, Aaron makes his way back to the top of the wall in such a cool fashion too. And then he's staring intensely at the Colossal Titan. As the Colossal Titan, he's looking at Aaron from its peripherals. Got that side view. And then we're left with this quote from Aaron. You, it's been a while. And then we're hit with that to be continued. Oh, yeah. oh. He's standing so ready for the Colossal Yeah, Titan. just Blades nice stance. I just realized something. Yes. Oh, the steam from the Colossal Titan might have cooked that meat. Where did the meat go? Oh, God. Zach is just thinking about the food. <laughs> oh, that like, meat is probably cooked now. We can eat it. I guarantee you, if Colossal, Sasha saw it falling on. off, Sasha would just be like, Screw you, Samuel. Oh, no. like, Bye, Samuel. Yeah. So your Samuel was, ah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Aww. To be continued. Oh, Yay. man. There's so much detail in this episode. This episode's gonna be... Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like the next episode's, the episode's gonna be a two-hour special. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so intense. So, again, final thoughts, guys? How is that steam not burning him? He literally just complained about the steam. And he's like, I'm just gonna stand on his trap and see what happens. As he's, he's on like, top of the wall. Off. I know, he's on top well, of also the Also, the Colossal Titan, he like rushed steam towards them. Yeah, and so there's no steam at that point. but it, it's, it's still gonna be so hot. so hot up there, yeah. But, you know, Aaron, he's pumped. He's pumped. He's, he's been, been waiting ready. a while. That's oh. a big boy. <laughs> well, that wraps up another episode of Attack the Talk. Remember, a new episode's out every Thursday. Also, don't forget to follow us at Attack the Talk Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. We thank you all again for the support. Thank you so much. Goodbye to all my AOT brothers and sisters out there. Stay safe. Bye. Eat your meat.